this past summer working at the Hat Not Hate headquarters, like part of my job was opening all the packages and reading all of the notes. And I think that, you know, I did a lot of different things throughout my internship in the summer. But the thing that really struck me and really like hit home the message of what I was doing and what made like all the effort that I was putting in and that I saw that you and Meg were putting in, like what made it worth it was like reading those stories. And You know, I think that when you're working on something, it's easy to get lost in the message or, you know, see a long list of things that need to get done and kind of like forget why you're doing something. But those notes and those people's personal stories were, like you said, what relit the spark and really like made everything that we do here at Hot Not Hate. And now for Blue Lemonade podcast, it's like what makes it worth it and what reminds us day in and day out why we're doing what we're doing and why it's so important. Welcome to the Blue Lemonade podcast where we talk to people from all walks of life, hear how they got to where they are today, how Hat Not Hate inspires them, and how they have made lemonade. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season two premiere of the Blue Lemonade podcast. I am so thrilled that we are back. It's been a minute, but we are ready, and we are ready to give you a season full of new personalities, new passions, and new stories of how people have made their lemons into lemonade. Today, I have a guest with me that you will get to know throughout the season. Miriam, hi, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to play a role in this upcoming season. I listened to last season and I loved every episode. And I'm so excited to talk with you guys, with Shira, tell you a little bit about my experience as the Hat Not Hate intern. And you worked for us last summer. Yes. And now I've been working throughout the year a little bit to help Shira and Meg with the Instagram and some social media. So a little bit about you, just so we can get to know you. You are just finishing up your senior year. And when this comes out, you will have graduated. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about. It's Mm -hmm. just moments away. Where are you going starting in the fall? What are you going to be doing? Um, So this year I'm going to be spending a gap year in Israel, which is going to be a crazy change, like living halfway across the world. But I'm really excited and I'm going on a great program where, where hopefully I'll meet a lot of different girls and make some new friends learn a little bit about myself and just kind of like take a year off before I go to college. And I'm going to Washington University in St. Louis. How excited are you? Yes, I'm super excited. I mean, I'm excited to go to Israel, but I'm like even more excited to be in Missouri, which is crazy to think about that I'm going to live there. But it's a really great place and I've heard so many amazing things about it. So I'm really excited to spend four years there. And we're just excited that we continue to have you a part of our little Hat Not Hate family. I always like to remind people that people think that this campaign has multiple people employed, (laughs) and that is not the case. Mm -hmm. And having Miriam a part of our team has definitely one, improved our social media presence. (laughs) Thank you. And two, it's just nice to have another perspective because Meg and I are constantly just in this pool of hat, not hate, and having a younger perspective Mm -hmm. and just another perspective in general Mm -hmm. always makes us, I feel, do better. Yeah, and I also think that 
you know, you and Meg work so much behind the scenes with logistics and communicating with schools and getting the donations and the drop-off points. And it's good to have someone like me who can just, like, focus more on the creative side of things. And, like, when I have some time, like, free time on a school night to just, like, experiment on Canva and make some cool designs. And, you know, I love to obviously help help out with logistics, but, like, being able to focus more on the creative side, I think is really beneficial. Well, we are so thankful to that, and we are excited to have you a part of our team and also have you a part of the Blue Lemonade season. Mm -hmm. And stay tuned, everyone, as the tables will turn, as Miriam is going to interview me on this episode. So I hope you are ready, you are buckled in, and get your glasses of lemonade. Join us for just another great season. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Shira. So to start off this interview, I want to give your audience a little bit of behind-the-scenes info. Walk us through what was the process of starting this podcast, what was your goal in starting it, you know, some of your inspiration. Walk us through the steps. So just to be clear, I have not seen these questions beforehand. (laughs) Miriam asked me if I wanted to see them. I was like, no, surprise me. I think that even when I was doing the She Show, which was the daily live stream that I did for Lion Brand Yarn during the height of the pandemic, we even tried to make those shows podcasts because I always felt people are on the move. Even if they weren't on the move during the pandemic, people love a podcast. People love to just kind of sit there and knit or go on a walk and listen. Sometimes it's a nice break to not be watching something. Mm -hmm. So I tried to make the She Show a podcast, and that just didn't. It didn't lift off because I think it was such a visual show Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make it a visual show. So I couldn't have I couldn't have two things. Mm -hmm. So after I made the decision of leaving my job and doing 100 percent hat not hate and running the campaign with Meg, I said to myself that there was still a way that we could make a podcast happen. And one of the things that I have always said in talking about Hat Not Hate, especially when I've gone to schools and spoken to kids, is lemons. I was given lemons when I was nine. I was given these sour, unfortunate lemons of being bullied. But now look at me. Look at what I'm doing. I'm talking to you guys. I'd be standing there talking to 400 students about something that I went through, hoping that at least one of them walks away with oh, I can make a change or I can be kind. And I was making lemonade. And it was just something that seemed constant. And whenever I spoke about Hat Not Hate, this lemonade that I was making, not only that, but that, as I always say, there's so many ways to look at how bullying affects us. And I always say that there are, you know, three people in a room or it could be one person that's gone through all of them where you've been the bully, you've witnessed bullying, or you've been the victim. And I was like, everyone in some way or another has made lemonade. So then I was like, we got to make this happen. We got to put this in and we got to make it into a podcast. I thought I was going to have people edit the podcast. Nope. (laughs) I do all the editing. One woman show. (laughs) One woman show. Um, Meg produces everything. She gets in contact with all of our guests. And it kind of 
got us excited again because mm-hmm. we did like doing the she show. It was exciting, but I think that we needed to kind of change it. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need to like shake things up a little bit. Yeah, and I love how what you do with Hat Not Hate is so specific to anti-bullying and it's obviously so great, but with the Blue Lemonade podcast, you can take everything that you've learned and the message of Hat Not Hate and kind of like look at it through a different lens and making lemonade out of lemons doesn't only have to be like struggles of bullying, but with all the guests that you're interviewing, it's talking about a lot of different types of challenges and how people are really like taking their challenges and turning them into, you know, positive things in the world. So I think it's great. One of the biggest things that I've also put an emphasis on is I'm a super passionate person. And I know that there are super passionate people out there that love what they do. And it's so hard to find people. To find something that you love Mm -hmm. and you do it for a living, Mm -hmm. that's hard Mm -hmm. to find. And that I get to talk to these people that are really passionate about what they do, or even if they're not passionate about their nine to five job, they found something else that Mm -hmm. fulfills them. And that's huge. And I just want to share that with people. Walk us through the process of like, what did it take to get it up and running? I think that there are a lot of people out there that want to start their own podcast and just don't even know where to begin. And like you said, you're a one woman show. So tell us what it took. Well, I'm not a one woman show. It's definitely Meg has assisted this. Two woman show. Two woman woman show. show. Two woman show. I'm not going to take. I take credit for the editing 100%, but everything else Meg makes happen. I didn't know where to begin. I think I even reached out to you because you had Mm -hmm. a podcast that you started with your sister during the pandemic bashed yeah little plug (laughs) um it was you know you have to you you have to find these like services these like hubs that then kind of sprout out to Mm -hmm. the um to the other services like amazon uh, amazon music and spotify and apple apple podcast yeah they are there you think that when everything it's legit people actually listen to the first episode that we submitted and it takes a long time. Like, everything else got approved. I'll never forget the day that we were going to be launching it. It was, like, February 6th. And we were like, oh, we should set up the podcast so it's, like, ready for Monday. Mm-hmm. And then we were doing this on a Friday or a Thursday. And they're like, your episode won't be accepted. This was specifically for Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. For another four weeks. And we're like, what? (laughs) No one told us this. It's exciting. It's it's cool. There's something really awesome to see a podcast that you've created when you search on Apple or Spotify. Search the name and seeing it pop up. That's a great moment. Yeah. What was it like for you when you saw it on there? Because you have podcasts. Definitely surreal. I mean, we don't do it anymore, but it was so fun. And I did it with my sister. So it was just like a bonding experience for both of us. And it was like the summer of 2020 when we really didn't have much else to be doing with our time. And we would like go into our parents' closet to try and like get better sound quality and record. And it was so fun. And I think the best part was like interacting with people that have listened to it because all of our friends and family and people that we haven't even spoken to in such a long time would reach out and say, we listen to the podcast, like we love it so much. And, you know, anytime someone would message us and say that, it was really rewarding. 
But I wanted to ask you, how do you think the first season went? Um, you know, you spoke to a lot of different guests. And, you know, with, with starting anything new, there's going to be challenges, things that you need to adjust. There's also going to be, you know, little wins, like things that you feel really proud of. So what were some challenges that you faced and some other accomplishments that you're really proud of? Well, I think one of the biggest things that I learned, and I knew this, like I said, but I I just, in hearing everyone's stories, just how different our experiences are with bullying, and not only that, how some people are affected by it so much that they remember exactly what they were wearing on that day to, yeah, it happened, but that's what it was. And that's okay. Both of those extremes are totally allowed and valid, but just so interesting how some people remember it. I remember every day of fourth grade. Like, mm-hmm. it was the worst day, just times, you know, nine mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. But some people were like, it happened. It affected me. But mostly I just don't want anyone to go through it again. And mm-hmm. like I said, both valid perspectives, but there were such extremes mm-hmm. from everyone. And also the fact that we had, you know, an educator on in the first season and talking about how he deals with bullying in school. There was a perspective of someone who was bullied and then became a bystander when she was young, older. Just is so interesting. And it's such a sensitive topic but also how appreciative I am to these people that are willing to be so open. Open with me, number one, and open with everyone else that listens. What were key lessons that you feel like you learned over the season from interviewing your guests, things that you know you took into your own life that you think that your audience also appreciated and learned? One was when I interviewed Tim Jenkins, who's an assistant coach. He saw bullying happening, and he put it to an end right there. He took the students aside, and he said, this is not going to happen on my watch. One, as an educator, how thankful I was to him that he was able to do that and that Mm -hmm. he just didn't stand for it. He wasn't like, let me investigate. He shut it down. He -hmm. shut it down, and if there was more of the shutting down, that Mm -hmm. happened, I feel like that there would be less of the very unfortunate situations that happen. So just the fact that he had that knowledge and the wherewithal to know that that can happen and Mm -hmm. it won't happen in his school. There was one episode where I interviewed Jane Pollock, how vulnerable she was. Vulnerable in that she shared with us that her mother was the one who bullied her. Mm -hmm. And that's really intense. Mm -hmm. To think that there's a parent that would do that to a child, but that she was willing to be that vulnerable and that open. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was such a, for me as a host, to be able to share that, for lack of a better term, it was a win because I felt that she trusted me Mm -hmm. to share that information. And I think that's also very consistent with what you were talking about earlier, how from the first season you really got to see like the different experiences that people had with bullying and how it's not like a black and white like one or the other type of thing and how people experienced it in a lot of different ways so you know the fact that you were talking about how the bullying came from 
a family member, which might not be the conventional type of bullying that people think about when they hear the word bullying and how it still hurt her just as much, if not more. So I think that's really interesting and fits in really well with what you were talking about before. There was an episode where I interviewed Gerald, who's also known as Ariel Rim, a drag queen, and how he said when he found drag, it was his able to express completely who he was. And I loved that. I loved that there are things that, you know, he had to discover that. He had to figure that out. He had to find drag. And at first it was a little overwhelming, but that he found that and he found that outlet. And that is one of his passions. And Mm -hmm. he is the most beautiful drag queen I've ever seen in my Mm -hmm. life. So I think that there were so many different, there were so many people and their stories and their passions and what keeps them going every day. I think if anything, the one thing I learned was that I have so much to do in my life. Like I'm not, there's, I mean, yes, I'm a young person and so are you, but it it makes me realize like there are so many things that I can do and there's so many things that I can be passionate about and that you don't have to pick one avenue to do it. Mm -hmm. I love that because I was going to ask, you know, a huge part of this podcast is like hearing other people's stories and giving them an outlet to share their story. But this episode is really about you and talking about you know, your experience creating Blue Lemonade. So I wanted to ask, like, what was the biggest thing you learned about yourself in the process of interviewing these guests and creating the podcast, but also more generally, like, everything that you've done with Hat Not Hate, starting your own campaign and then becoming your own boss. And, you know, it really hasn't been easy. It's been a passion project, and I know that you love doing it. I see that, you know, when we work together. But there's definitely a lot to be learned about yourself going through that type of process. So... I think that it's just when they say no, just it means yes. (laughs) That's what it is. I actually said to someone the other day, they asked me what I do. And I said, well, I used to work in the family business for the man. And now I work for the woman. Mm -hmm. And that's me. And I think that there is no such thing as no. Mm -hmm. It's only yes. I definitely did not think that I was going to be able to edit these podcasts, and now I do, and I do it with grace, if I do say so myself, but I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, and I even told myself no, but I did it, and I've done it, and it's fun, and sometimes listening to these episodes back, it makes me smile, and I giggle, and I laugh. No means yes, Mm -hmm. and if anything, that's a lesson to you. When someone Mm -hmm. says, I don't think so, Miriam, Mm -hmm. you'll be like, Oh, you just said you think so. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, and I definitely see that. Just your attitude is always such a can-do attitude. Like, new idea, like, yes, let's do it. Or, like, this seems complicated. Like, we could definitely figure it out. And I don't think you would be where you are today if you let the people who tell you no, if you actually took that to heart. Yeah, it's definitely, I admire that. And I think it's great advice to anyone, you know, looking to start a passion project or really, like, with anything in life. Let's talk a little bit about this second season. What are your hopes and dreams for the second season? What can your audience expect? Yeah, I think that we're just trying to switch it up a little. First, we're going to bring back the notes that people have sent us for Hat Not Hate. You were on the receiving end of some of those notes, specifically Mm -hmm. to you. Some Mm -hmm. were actually addressed to you. You know, working at Hat Not Hate in over five years, like receiving those beautiful notes, whether they were typed, whether they were handwritten, whether they were post-its, whether they were index cards, all those notes that had such passion and really just hit you. And we wanted to 
just make you know that we have not gotten rid of those. And I have mm-hmm. them all in my apartment because I couldn't. I felt mm-hmm. like I, I, I would throw away. Sto- I can't do that. Yeah. I will have those till the end of time because mm-hmm. they were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to bring that back. So throughout the season, the second season of this podcast, we're going to have episodes of us reading the notes Mm -hmm. and some that really stuck out to us and Meg and I are going to be reading those and there was one day where Meg couldn't even record she she just got emotional and it's Mm -hmm. hard it's hard reading those notes it's hard thinking about it like reflecting on it and some of them I remember opening when we were at Had Not Hate headquarters and I think it's just more reason for this podcast more reason for Had Not Hate to keep living on And we wanted you to know that those notes mean a lot to us. Mm -hmm. They kind of relight the spark in us. Yeah. And we also want to really hopefully ignite a light in one of our listeners or some of our listeners to reach out to us because we would love to interview them. Mm-hmm. There is something to be said about that connection. Some of the blue soldiers out there, as mm-hmm. you know that I refer to them as, mm-hmm. we've got to come up with a, a lemonade uh, a Blue Lemonade podcast name for our listeners. I don't know. The Drinkers? I don't know. That, sound, that sounds wrong. We're not going to go with that. But I think that there's something to say about hearing from another perspective. Mm-hmm. Having that other perspective is so important. And hearing from the horse's mouth how Hat Not Hate has affected you and mm-hmm. maybe what your story is. So I think, if anything, that's one thing that we want to really push is just – Our listeners can also be guests. Yeah, I love that. And really just like engaging the audience because, you know, you can sit here behind the mic and record and interview guests, but it's really not only about you and about specific people. It's about like the audience and everyone who's listening. And it's about community. Like I think one of the things that you do best is create community. I saw that, you know, with Hat Not Hate, it's just the most like loving and uplifting community. And I think that Blue Lemonade has that same exact potential for your audience to really just like be this loving and supportive community. So I'm excited to see how you like integrate that in this second season. I wanted to talk a little bit about your goals for, you know, your career for Hat Not Hate. And then you launched this podcast. And, you know, I think that something that's great about what you do is that you're always thinking, how can I grow? How can I be better? What can I work on in the future? So tell us a little bit about your goals, like in a broad sense for your career. So one, I want to give a shout out to Creativity for Kids. They are an amazing company that gave me an opportunity along with Lion Brand to launch a Hat Not Hate Loom Kit. And that was giving everyone, literally everyone, the opportunity to make a blue hat. And I am so thankful that they got my passion. Jamie Gallagher, who is the CEO of Faber, and he is one of the most wonderful human beings I've ever met. And I never had to convince him. I never had to convince him of the purpose of Hat Not Hate. He was like, I get it. And I I felt like since Hat Not Hate has started, anyone that I tell what Hat Not Hate is, I have to, like, convince them Mm -hmm. that a blue hat is going to make a difference and try and explain to them what I'm doing. But he got it, and he really has respected Hat Not Hate and thinks the podcast is wonderful and is such a, a wonderful human being. So our partnership with them, as they are one of our partners, has been a really cool goal that I didn't even know that I had that Mm -hmm. actually happened. And just to be working with a company that is beyond supportive of what you're doing 
also feeling really cool in the fact that I used to buy their kits as a mm-hmm. kid and now my face is on the back of a kid is really, yeah. really cool. So Really full circle. That's like a goal that I didn't even know that I had that actually ended up happening. So that's mm-hmm. a really cool goal but or something that I accomplished or that I'm continuously accomplishing. Mm-hmm. But I think that in general, I want this message to reach far and wide. There are lots of people that I would love to have on this podcast, maybe even celebrities, some type of, who knows, an Oscar winner on the Blue Lemonade podcast. I'm putting it out there. Yeah. Manifesting Yeah, manifesting. Speaking it into existence. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. But I think that, you know, my ultimate passion would be just that it takes less convincing of what Hat Not Hate is about Mm -hmm. because I really do believe there's something here. You know, the Blue Lemonade podcast is just something under the umbrella of Hat Not Hate. Mm-hmm. I want that people out there can recognize Hat Not Hate and that one day when I have kids, they'll have Hat Not Hate education in their school. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. I want that crafting and kindness can be put together and it can be a class. More and more technology is going to take over our lives but hopefully more and more just, you know, stitch by stitch, if you will, <laughs> that hat not hate can be as integrated as mm-hmm. technology. Mm-hmm. And I hope that can be. And I also hope that for girls out there, women out there, I have only given them more. What's the right word? That I've given them just another example of when you're passionate about something that you can go out and you can do it. Mm-hmm. And that you shouldn't listen to the man. Mm-hmm. You should listen to yourself. And I remember on one of the episodes of the first season, you and Meg talking about shattering that glass ceiling and really being your own boss as a woman. So I think that with everything that you do, you continue to be a role model in that sense as well. And speaking of role models, one question that I wanted to ask you for my own curiosity and also for your listeners is what are some, you know, creators that you enjoy following or podcasts that you love to listen to that inspire you for everything that you do with Hat Not Hate and Blue Lemonade? You know, anyone that you look up to as, like, inspiration, you love what they're doing and you want to emulate that or as, like, a role model in your career? Well, I think that for the podcast, the concept of storytelling is very in line with the Moth podcast and just the Moth in general. The Moth is a storytelling organization, and I've been to some of their live performances, and it's just amazing how a story that someone tells, a truthful story about their own experience, can be so impactful. And I think that that's kind of why I wanted to create this podcast with the twist of the two kind of, this is my passion, this is what I do, this is how I came into it. But yeah, I did have a struggle with bullying or this is how Hat Not Hate has affected me. And hearing it from someone other than you, it definitely makes an impact. I'm a very big believer that you can learn a lot about yourself and your own story by listening to other people's stories. And that was actually the thesis, I guess you could say, like of my college essay was was that I spoke about a book that I read and how by reading the character's story, like I was able to learn more about myself and about what I believe in. And I think that your passion for, you know, sharing other people's stories is so that by listening to those other people's stories, you can learn about yourself and your audience can learn about themselves. And I think that's something that you definitely have accomplished on the first season. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to ignite a light. I don't want to hide secret sauce. I want to share the secret Mm -hmm. sauce with everyone. In regards to who I look up to, I've always, there's one person that I've always dreamed of interviewing, period, which is Hoda Kudby. I think she's 
just awesome. I think she's an intelligent woman that has been through so much, and I would love to have her on this podcast, not to mention she does quotes. I'm in the quotes. I feel like we got a lot of things in common, and I think that she emulates, from what I can see, kindness and mm-hmm. passion and a boss bitch. I'm I, love do it. I love that. I love that. And just a little self-plug, if you're looking for some great quotes and motivation, Mm. follow the Hat Not Hate Instagram because I'm definitely trying to find some good stuff to share with you guys on there. And, you know, when Shira originally put me in charge of the Hat Not Hate Instagram, she said, you know, we just want it to be like a happy, uplifting place. And I'm really doing my best to make it that and that anyone who follows it just feels a little bit better about themselves and a little bit more motivated to spread kindness with every post that they see. I feel like your listeners have learned a lot about you and your hopes and dreams for this. Any parting words, any last advice to anyone who, you know, has an idea or maybe a message that they want to spread and, you know, they want to start something. I think that you what you've done is just so incredible and you've been so successful and there's even more success that's to come with everything that you're doing. So, you know, what are, what is your parting advice? I think that if you take it one step at a time, I think about myself as someone who is overwhelmed by these big leaps that I think I need to take. But actually, they're not big leaps. They're just small steps. And when you take a bunch of steps, you get to a higher point. And that's all. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. You know, to quote my most wonderful boyfriend, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have a tendency. That's an original. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a tendency of like trying to take it all on. But also like if you're out there and you want to start a podcast or you want to make change, you want to be a quote unquote change maker, you can. If you're mm-hmm. passionate about it, just do it. Don't mm-hmm. don't think about it. Just do it. Do it. And one step at a time. And you'll look back in three months from that one step and you'll be so far ahead. So I think that rather than trying to get to the finish line, just think how you're going to start. I love that. One of the podcasts that I listen to, they always say, launch now and adjust later. Like if you have an idea, don't wait for it to be perfect to start or don't feel like you need to be planning for months to have like the perfect launch. Like launch now and adjust later. And like in anything that you do, you just start and then you can always like build up and you can always like change and adjust to make it work. Thank you so much. This has been so great to hear everything that you shared with us. And I just feel like this really gave your audience like an inside look to behind the scenes and who you are. And it was great to change it up and let you play the role of like the interviewee instead of the interviewer. And I was happy to take this role on. It was actually really fun. Um, (laughs) So if you're not yet, make sure you're following Hat Not Hate on Instagram. Make sure you're following the Blue Lemonade podcast Instagram. And yeah, get pumped for the second season. Is there anything else you want to plug for the end I of the episode? I just want to thank you for coming on and taking on this awesome internship. It's definitely molded by you. <laughs> and we're so grateful for you and excited that you came here and you were able to do this interview. There was no question in my mind that you coming on this podcast and being that personality 
would be wonderful and a great addition. So Thank you. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to this season and all the amazing guests that Sheer is going to bring on. So stay tuned for all the episodes and, you know, give us five stars, rate us, DM us on Instagram. Like we said, this is really supposed to be like an interactive community and we want to hear from all of you guys. So we'll see you next time. And as always, cheers. cheers.